Give me something. Someone talk to me. I am bored at my job. Yeah, Do you know I'm how tired. many people aren't tweeting at fucking <laughs> corn nuts on a given day? I, I don't know what to do. Everyone on earth but you. Welcome back, everybody. Most awesome at Brand Dana Sports Podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 294 your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brand Dana. With me, as always, the potter that killed the radio star, Most Awesome. Ooh, I like it. The original, the OG music video. Potter I like this. killed the radio star. You better pot it. That was my whip. I love it. I love it. What up, dog? Pizza night. We're doing it on Friday. We're almost getting caught up. I know it's kind of arbitrary now. Yeah, yeah. We're not as rigid on ourselves as we're in the day. That's on me, but we're closing the gap. I think we're going to be back on Tuesday. Plenty to cover. I think so. And then we're going to see each other soon enough after that. It's going to be a long time. It's gonna be exciting. It's true that it is all for it. Oh, I forget about that. I just I like I treat you. I treat you very like in a vertical, very linearly. I yeah. I'm gonna talk to you on Tuesday, and then I'll <laughs> think about the future after that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. We can't go too many contacts without in, in a row without thinking about uh, the current one. Uh, how was pizza night? Pizza night was good. Pizza night was good. Did uh, so it's Lent for those Catholics out there. So mm. no meat. No so, meat, okay. You know, Dr. Mrs. The Commission and I, we did a little uh, broiled salmon, little baked salmon, little shrimp for A us. salmon pizza? No, 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 no oh. salmon pizza. No, 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 no. sorry. The say, kids got, the kids got yeah, yeah, that's crazy as hell. You can't let's get nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so so the kids did the cheese pizza. We still, uh, we're trying to, you know, got a wedding to, that we're, that, that we're going to go to. We got to get, kind of keep it tight. I'm I'm on the road. I've I've hit two different gyms. Like just getting every time I show up in city, it's just like what's what's the layout here? Let's find their gym. Let's let's hit it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, kids at pizza. Although there's a very good take and bake pizza called Detroit Pizza. They also do cheesy bread. So I got the cheesy bread for the kids. Of course, yeah. I had to dip. I had to taste a little bit. I'd have been like, "Mm, give me some of those carbs. It's good. It is. It's delicious. Well, we haven't checked on this. We got time now. We got time. We'll give you guys the rundown. Relax, people. You're catching up with us. We're here to catch up with each other. Enjoy it. How's the leg doing? Oh, the How's leg. The leg good. watch. Good. Yeah. Great question, too, because I just got my ass kicked at physical therapy yesterday. yesterday. Um, leg watch is good for almost like three and a half months out, November 14th, for those that were have it docked on their calendar, just an anniversary yeah. date that yeah. send me a present or something like that. Um, so like three and a half months out doing good, like really good strength is almost equal between both legs. Uh, and I was doing like very confident box jumps up and down on, you know, coming off and doing some, uh, uh, they're called RDLs, Romanian deadlifts where it's like, you know, oh, yeah, stand on one leg and balance it out. And, uh, so the strength is there. The confidence is there. The thing that I need to, and, and this is me, this is when we point one finger out and you got four or three pointing back at you. Yeah. I've not been stretching as much as I, as I should be. Did I send you that app, bro? What's that? The, oh, the stretching app. 
Yeah, it takes you through, like, you can concentrate on um, no free ads, so I'm not going to tell anybody. Yeah. So the only, unless you're Arby's, go fuck yourselves. Like, there's nothing, <laughs> not giving you a free shout out. Arby's rules, hashtag Arby, hashtag curly fries. Hashtag curly fries, uh, hashtag Jamoka shake. <laughs> there's two, uh, there's kind of like two paths you can go down. Like, one's a 28 day hip opening challenge, the other's like 28 just general stretching. But I do I need to open up thing. my hips. I do need to get it all in the hip flex. It was, I used to not be able to sit on the ground with my legs crossed, and now I can fully. And I used to think it was like something's wrong with me. It's like, this is uncomfortable. This is insane. No, it's just yeah. like I had no hip flexibility. Yes. So I was just like rolling over like a fucking snail, like just a, a roly poly on the ground. And now, like, I can <laughs> sit. Like a turtle on its back. Yeah, I can sit on my ass and also have like my knees touch the ground. And it's like, it's completely, it's great. I'll see you in the app. It's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm into it. I have a very specific set of stretches that I'm supposed to be doing for my surgery. Not a lot, just, just really, I, I do a, a, a hang and then I pull the shit out of my legs. And it's really, it's, I've, it's one of those things. Yeah. What's that? Sounds technical. Yeah, it's not at all. Yeah, I just I it's so like it is painful, and it's one of those things where it's like you just got to do it. And I've I've been I've been letting myself off the hook on that. And my my range of motion is is not bad, so it's not like it's that far off. So my my measurement on my good leg, like pulling it back to you know heel to butt, if you will, yeah, is like at a hundred you know forty seven degrees, and I'm at a hundred and forty three degrees with my bad leg. However, that being said, I have a lot of stiffness in my leg. Like once I warm it up, it's fine. But like in the morning I have stiffness and like, um, like sometimes it, you know, you, the, the expression heavy legs, like sometimes my leg just yeah. feels heavy. And part of that is I just need to get it stretched out. And he's like, my physical therapist was like, he's like, even at three and a half months, you're still in the like question mark area zone for potential scar tissue buildup and things like that. So he's like, you really got to build it up. I have a foam roller at the house. He's like, take the foam roller and like the the parts that you're feeling pain are not anything to do with your knee. They're like the weird little like ligaments and, you know, muscles surrounding the knee. Yeah. So get on the foam roller, like try and roll it out beforehand and then really lean into it. And that, cause that's the thing is like, it just, it, feels painful like at the top of the quad and like the yeah. side of my knee N- nothing nowhere where they're they, where they did anything it's just stiff so i gotta just loosen it up yeah that makes it yeah it's uh i found like the big game changer with stretching uh again this app was i was i always thought i was stretching it enough you have to for like long-term results that you want to stick like they say it takes a long time to change it Right. But then it takes a long time to lose it, which is the benefit. But you got to do the extended stretches. Like I do each stretch for four minutes. Like you got to get in oh, there right. and just like chill out. Because I used to like, I remember like in high school and shit, like do the touch the toes and do that for fucking like 30 seconds. And that's not doing shit. Like you got to like sit in there and just really let that shit stretch. Out. I stretch right now. I go for a stretch, bro. I look forward to it. Like used to I be, I go to the gym for the sauna. Now I go for like the stretch. I'll lift some weights since I'm there. I'm just kidding. I lift the shit out of those weights. Yeah, exactly. You're but I'll lift iron. the weights. I'll destroy those weights to go to the sauna. But yeah, really. Uh, Clanging and banging out. in the iron paradise. It's like because well, so your your legs coming back because you did have a goal, right? Like you want to because this your leg re inspired you. Like when you got laid up, you were just like, I want to get, I'm going to get, yo, best best shape of my life. I don't think you said that, but I'm saying it here. I'm pretty close. I, I I would say. Yeah confidently i am down 20 pounds from where when i hurt my knee 
to where I am at now. And and part of it is just like when you have surgery, as you well know, your your like body is firing on like my metabolism was like it's not like I was doing anything with like a diet change. It was just like, oh yeah. shit, your body's under attack. Like I'm burning a ton of calories. And then to, and then I've just been just focusing. And then I've been like physical therapy for me is basically like going to the gym. So I've been doing that like twice a week. And guess what? Holy shit, exercise. <laughs> yes. What a fucking miracle. That's it's wild. like, oh, I'm just I'm not being a fucking fat ass and eating whatever I want. You're time. like, look, guys, I'm a little bit of a scientist. I went out and I tried out this experiment. This exercise and experiment <laughs> might have some legs. It might, might have some legs. It could be that could be the real deal. Eat uh, less, well, work out more. Could be it. Could be I the love move. It. Could be the move. Could be the oh, man. I gotta send you could be the moves all the time. There was some, <laughs> what was the one I was thinking of today that I was like it took too much backstory where I was like, I can't text him. Like, I know it's it's pizza night, so I can't call him. I get to talk to him later. But it was just so intricate. I was like, oh, this could be, what was I was parking somewhere? I'm uh, Well, what we will remember, guys, is a jam-packed episode 290. Right from the headlines, we're going to do NBA peaking. We haven't talked shit about the NBA. That changes on episode 290. The Apothen Showdown, we're doing top music videos. Brandon and Gambling Corner, we're going to take a look at those 2023 over under final tallies finally and then we're going to finish this wheel as you with our mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you're up it starts now extra extra read all about it i'm talking front page story all over the world it shook up men women boys and girls the headlines there if you want to be rich then you better make sure that you got your shit oh, come on our brother NBA peak in. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Uh because we don't have any NFL to talk about. Yep, yeah, that's why. I feel that bad about why. the NBA. I feel like I feel like we've not purposely neglected the NBA, but the, the, the NFL has just had so much more weight to it than the NBA. I feel Yeah, it's not even like we it's not like we sculpt this for the audience specifically. And we'll always do like a little bit more college football. Although I think we both agree that like I don't know the 17, I mean Lord help us don't go to 18, lose all the Thursday night games. That would be just fine. Yeah. Uh but the storylines do get super interesting. And it's just the way the sports set up. Like they all there's they, they're slightly maybe teetering on too many games, like a little overexposure, but they're not there yet. And I mean, even the NBA with all these stars that are coming up, we're just too pre too pre-programmed to someone made a great point. And I'll say this right now. I was listening yeah, to the Bill Simmons I podcast. It. I don't remember who he was interviewing, but he was like, I follow the NBA through podcast, like I do a reality show, and then I watch the finale, which is the playoffs, which oh. is essentially what it is. Like you get the headlines, like both of you and I, like if you stopped us on the street and somebody was just like, how are the Suns doing this year? We'd be like underperforming. We'd know that, you know, we, we know like we pick up enough shit, like right, the right, thing, right. like we could do it, like maybe not up like abreast on all the injuries or like what's doing what. And it is, I mean, it's just, it's too many games. It's a spec- uh I mean, we could maybe talk about other sports, but it'd be specifically it's, you know, uh load management. It's just yeah. all these little fucking variables that, if the players don't hundred percent give a shit about the regular season, it is going to be really hard for like that. We're slightly above the casual fan, but it's going to be really hard for us to like sit down and watch a full game. Cause it just doesn't feel necessary. hundred percent. 
you you've nailed it and i think that there has been this weird i, I think i was texting it after a post all-star break because i love the all-star break i love the whole the pomp and circumstance of yeah that did you guys pick ball. your uh you and dr miss the commission you guys pick your guys right she she was traveling yeah so i did it with the kids this year i recorded it and played it nice. early in the morning and i was getting bummed out because like they were getting disinterested because the players themselves involved were super disinterested. The crowd was disinterested. The announcers announcing it were fucking talking. Was this year the worst it's ever been? I feel yes. It, it will. It, I don't know if it's the worst it's ever been, but it definitely stood out the most. There were the most oddest like moments between white Reggie Miller and Kenny Smith. And like, it was just, it was odd. And, and like I said, like, Anthony Davis in, or not Anthony Davis, uh, Anthony uh, Edwards? Richardson. Oh, uh, Edwards. No, no, Edwards. You're right. Jesus Christ. I'll give We're, we're getting everybody. warmed up. We're just we're getting, getting warmed up. Exactly. <laughs> and so he didn't give a shit. He was shooting left handed. And then, like, they just didn't, they just didn't seem into it. The three point shooting contest was a little bit into it. But at that point, it was kind of like dead. And then the dunk contest was just, I, I, I don't know what to do with this because Mac McClung, God love you, but you are not the star of the league, and we need the stars of our league of the NBA to be in the dunk contest. And that died when LeBron, I'm sorry to say, it died when LeBron decided he wasn't going to participate in it. And that's when everyone was like, well, shit, if LeBron's not going to do it, then we're not going to fucking do it. Kobe did it, won a, won a dunk contest. Obviously, Jordan, Dominique, the best of the best did it, and a lot of these guys are like, fuck it, I'm too cool for this. And conversely, everyone goes, eh, I guess we're too cool for it, too. Well, does it have something to do with it? It's got to follow the, I don't know, this might be too convenient, but now where the importance, you know, the importance of a brand used to just be Michael Jordan and there's everybody else, or, you know, like right. there's two or three people. But now, you know, there's legit, like, what we 18, 25 players deep that have a shoe, you know, that have some sort of branding, some yeah. sort of social following, something that's going on after that. And is it legit, like, LeBron didn't do it because all he can do is not win it. And he just doesn't have the ability to like laugh at himself or just like not care. Is it just like too, too much of an ego thing? I he, don't know. I don't know. He, he yeah, I don't understand. Cause he participated in the McDonald's uh, high school, all American dunk contest and won that and was like dominant. It wasn't his were just like, his were Dominic, Dominique Wilkins esque like our, like, just thunderous dunks and you're like holy shit i can't believe this guy can can do this and yeah. then he gets to the league the next year and it's just like nope done and there were hints about it there are flirtations about it and he never did it and i think i think to your point it was like it's a like there, it's a no-win situation for me if i win i just did what i was expected to do if i lose then I, in some way i chip away with it but if you go back to the like story jordan wilkins things like jordan didn't i think wilkins won one jordan won one then they had like the rematch of them and jordan went went on yeah because they still trade like there's still that competition that we just don't see anymore like yeah. that like that throw upness if i lose that like yeah. jordan has that like all those great guys from like the 80s had that like you know kobe kobe was the last great like the most recent recent great to like have that to like the you know i was re-watching that um 
the redeemed team again and like him on the team with Paul Gasol. But when they're playing in the Olympics, like the first players I'm running through his fucking chest. Yeah. And like yeah. everyone's in the locker room is just like, man, Kobe, you can do that. That's your teammate, man. And he just fucking runs through him and he just like sets a tone. Fuck. I, I, I want to make this point before I forget. It, and then you can run sure. with anything you want sure. on my last three genius things I said. So the difference, uh, NBA is in a tough spot because the NFL's all-star game, the Pro Bowl, feels like a consolation prize for teams that aren't going to the Super Bowl based yeah. on when it's scheduled. And they have to schedule it there because they're not going to do fucking any kind of football like midseason. I take this huge break. The NBA, where it's scheduled, like the MLB, that's it is presented as a celebration of the league. So yes. there's even a bigger spotlight on it, like when yes. these people when they don't give a shit, because it's just like if you don't give a shit about your league, the celebration of it, why are we as the fans? Like it is for the fans and the players to be like, we love being in the NBA, like this is fun, let's let our hair down. This is great. And it's like it just makes it look that fucking worse. I never thought of it that way, and you fucking absolutely nailed it. Cause that is that you're 100 percent right which is probably the reason why i love it because that's that's the thing is is like growing up in detroit i grew up with the bad boy pistons i remember watching so many regular season games we have like a small little like side tv and i would just watch games i listened to george blaha and just the local pistons announcer and just watch them it'd be a tuesday night i'd be in my like you know small side room watching a Pistons game that no one could care less about in my family, but I watched it because there was real like stakes. Every game meant something. Yeah. At least it felt like that the way that those guys were playing and they were playing hard. And then now you fast forward, as you've said all of it before load management, all this other stuff. But I do think that there is like a weird, there's a, and I don't know how to fix it. If we could do a map fixes, I, I would, but I, I, oh. I don't have an answer for it because there, there seems to be the league and the players are almost at odds with the fan and the fan base. And if you go on NBA Twitter, if you ever want to see like the worst of the worst of Twitter, go on NBA Twitter. I've never seen such like a fan base eat their product, their fandom more on the stuff that they that they watch. And then you've got, I mean, shit, we literally just had it just yesterday with Kevin Durant and the Suns. Did you see this where... He was running oh. on the court and some Mavs fan, some like heavy set lady called him a bitch, like right as he was running by. And he goes immediately, runs back over there. And now she was in the wrong and she then tries to like dap him up and he wouldn't do it. And then her husband got involved and this this crushed me to the soul a little bit because then he tried to say that he was a host of a podcast. And I was like, oh, oh man, man stings us for all of us independent podcasters out there throughout Hard the podcast. Girl. And then to, to Durant's credit, he let him like the the uh, security was gonna like kick him out. I mean, he's like, no, no, stay. And then he ran back on. But it was one of those things where it's like, I get it. Being called a bitch is not great, but it's also you're a professional athlete. I'm sure there's a lot worse that's been said to you. It just it just to me it felt like a very microcosm of what's going on. It's like I fucking don't like that you're here, and you don't like that I'm here, and you're going to say something we're just kind of at odds and i just i look at it as the state of the nba today is that and i don't know what to, to to i don't know how to change it or if there's someone that's going to change it to bring in a kobe level of like energy and and competition to the league that's gonna that's going to change it because the league is talent wise is is never been better than what it is now absolutely yeah 
but I think our younger stars have, I don't know. I think that they, I think that there is as much of a concern about personal branding and yeah. their image and their profile and max deals and money than as there is on winning chips. Right. So it's like, if I can get a max deal and an all NBA team and I can get the personal accolades, I'll find a team somewhere along the line that I can try and make a chip run with a la like Bradley Beal or a la, you know, the Lakers and, and, you know, uh, AD and, and LeBron, like, we'll, yeah, I'll we'll figure it out. Harden, AD, yes. like Jimmy Butler. Like there is, I mean, we've talked about it before. This, this is probably the least breaking news we've ever broken, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like the NBA right now. It's like just really hard to be a fan of a team. Like you're a fan yeah. of a player. And I don't like to Kevin Durant's point. I mean, I think Kevin Durant is a great just kind of personification of what all those players go through. Cause it's just like Kevin Durant definitely is more flappable than these other players. And he definitely handles it like most vocally, like yeah. um, maybe not in, in opportune times, but at least like in like, highly scrutinized times to where we see it you know he got caught with the burner account and i'm like nfl players i mean they're far enough away they can't hear the shit i mean maybe they can they turn it down like they're they're on the field enough like it's more like they have a helmet like while they're actually performing maybe they get a little shit on the sideline but i mean you know there's five of you out there you're on the road and all you hear are like these entitled fans that are way too fucking close to you just running their drunk mouths and i i could see it like you know i've been on the record like malice at the palace should have been the rule, not the exception. That should have been a lesson is just like, here's what will happen to you motherfuckers if you like keep talking shit or throwing beers at players. Like the players are going to come up and we're going to let them handle it. Like <laughs> I fucking loved it. I love that stuff, man. You know what would immediately stop is this lady and her husband running their fucking mouths like to Kevin Durant. If he just right. walks over there and knocks the husband out and it's just like, does anyone else have a problem with how I play basketball? Because I'd love to hear about it. Right, right. Like, let's just do that. Like, just this entitlement, like this this fake tough guy, like this wall of like, I'm a fan, so you can't get me. Like, it's, uh, there's just too many people, especially in this day and age of being anonymous, that show up to a game and they feel untouchable and they want like for a cheap laugh or they want like for their own ego to just like shout shit at people like they're not human beings. And I get like you're paid all the money, but eventually it's just like, man, you can't fucking trap me here and just yell shit at me and I can't do anything just because yeah. I get paid millions of dollars. What if I gave you half my half my money back and then I just punch anyone in the mouth that talks shit on me? Like, let's get let's sit down at that negotiation table. Like, I want to see the players union come together with the fucking league and be like, here's what we're thinking. We'd like to punch fans. So I don't know what we got to work out here. Like, if you take a little bit more revenue off the TV deal, if we need to like kind of team up with the UFC, but let's go ahead and get that going. What's changed then? Is it is it because there was, you know, shit talking way back in the day, baseball players would, you know, mercilessly get, you know, yelled at from the stands and things like that. Yeah. So what's what's the difference? Is, is it social media? Is it the constant inundation? Is it players worried about their individual brand and 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 their status i mean like what's what's changed because it's not like that this is a new phenomenon where it is not so we yeah so we have to find the the cause and effect right because right. it's not a new phenomenon i totally agree but it seems more it seems less based in fandom and more based in 15 minutes of fame what i would say is like i feel like the fans are younger they're drunker and just like i feel like there was an old guard like you went to you know your seats were next to like 
whatever these guys that have owned the seats for three generations and they were legit Celtic fans, you know, they yes. were Knicks fans and they were like, now it's just someone throwing out a fucking jersey because they're in town and yelling shit. So their friend can like record them and they can post on Instagram. I think it's all social media based. I think it's like young, entitled, like bullshit. Like there's just less of this actual fandom. And I don't, you know, I know the players are like jumping back and forth and stuff, but I, I don't think that's what's causing it. And I think it's the generation of fan that's coming up and not necessarily getting fed up. I, I can't, I can't give them the justification that it's just like, I'm fed up of everyone just chasing contracts. So I'm going to yell my mouth at Kevin Durant while he's on the road because I have, because I want to talk like it's to your point. Like this guy said, he has a podcast, you know, we don't hear that fucking 20 years ago. Yeah. So, so that's, that's, that's it. Right. It's the, and that's, and that's part of it because it's like, they're not true fans, right? They're casuals that save money and go there and then are going to, take the piss out because i pay yeah because no exactly they don't live and die if that team wins like it's not about the actual fandom it's about attention yes yeah you're right yeah i mean that's the thing is it's all negative attention and then you know and then i think we see players it's like one of those things it's like then players get into this a little bit i i, I will say that i do think the players are a little bit like woe is me about some of it you know what i mean like yeah Prime example. It just depends. Like, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a good point. I mean, some of them, but this is like, I would like to see the percentage of, you know, like LeBron called somebody out like once this year, like, what is it that triggers him to like ask for someone to be escorted out? Like what's the percentage wise of like people yelling shit? Like, you know, is it one out of 50? Sure. Because he asks, is it one out of four? Yeah. Luka Doncic had one where they said, <laughs> they basically were said, Hey, you look out of shape. And he literally like signaled the security to like, get him sent out so it's like i i am sitting there i'm like that's wild because that's a legit point like i, <laughs> I know, I think you think I know. Cool and i do head. i do wonder it's like it, you know like you said it, it, are the comments less pithy or the heckles less like smart and kind of like you could chuckle or do, is there just a general like malaise of like it's us it's us the nba players against you the fans now so we have to have this like thin blue line where we can't like we can't like laugh about it if it is funny because if we do that then we allow all the rest of the bad apples to spoil the bunch for us i just don't know and 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 this is not where i thought this conversation was gonna go <laughs> at all i gotta i gotta list the shit we're not even gonna talk about exactly I love yeah. this. i hate this yeah, is but, getting but, like but but this is but this is really what it is when it comes down to look i mean uh i think i maybe yeah i mean this is all the thing of just like we're talking about casual fanship and like why no one is following the nba like this all ties in go brother yeah yeah yeah. because it's like i grew up loving the nba i watched it routinely i i, I would argue that i was as big of an nba fan as the nfl and now it's like i i today i'm like oh let's like i, I texted you during ulcer break i was like this is our catch-up on nba week like let's read all we can to figure out what's going on and i just found myself like oh it's kind of the same like storylines kind of the same players i'm i'm not really like moved to be like oh shit like what's going on with this team like oh it's interesting that minnesota is leading the 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 west i i'm excited for that i'm excited for the top two teams i'm excited for okc but i'm kind of a little like uh i don't know i it just nothing was like catching me or sparking me there was no storylines that were really motivating me because i'm like there's still 30 games and 
the Clippers could could go full speed. Philly could fall out of it. Boston will be the number one seed in the East again. And yeah. I've seen all these players before. Nobody is catching my attention. The John Morants, who we were super excited about, it's kind of like no one's even talking about him no more anymore. And I'm just wondering, like, where are the stars? Where are the guys that are going to carry the next generation of NBA fans? And where is that going? Because I, I don't see them in the league right now. Yeah, I think the closest thing would probably be Halliburton with the Pacers. Like, took a step forward. Uh, we just run through our headlines real fast to update. Yeah. I just you ping me if you've got anything you want to add to it, and then we'll jump into the Neapolitan show down. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. Because I look at it, and I see like, all right, like uh, Dallas Mavericks, like in in the sixth seat. You know, like okay, so is this like a new Mavericks team we're dealing with here? Uh, you know, Lakers, Suns, Golden State, all would be in the play-in tournament if started to stay. That was yeah. interesting. That's what. I, you can always tell when I'm on the road because on our text thread, like I had to make some comment about how can anyone fucking watch first take. And that was good to like, I just like, it always baffles me. It's always a check-in on a hotel TV when I'm just like in the shower, just hearing them shout like this mad dog guy is just literally shouting into a microphone. Yeah. And it's like seven, eight. It's just like. He did it on the radio in New York for, I don't know how many decades. He's and people would listen to that radio station intentionally? Yes. I think he was on The Fan. Mad Dog and uh, there was a, this other heavyset guy. Mad Dog and like Russo or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nuts. It's just like – and it, but, but to your point, it's the Skip Bayless. It's the shtick. It's the performance art. They're not fans. J.J. Redick, who I sometimes have, have – um, not always thought like, oh, he makes the greatest points in the world. But he he did have one where he called out uh, Doc Rivers. I don't know if you saw this. He called out Doc Rivers because Doc Rivers did his old – because, you know, he's now the head coach for the Bucks. Bucks, yeah. And immediately kind of like shit on the players. It's like, oh, we got some players are playing and some players that are in Cabo or something like that. And he fucking went off on a, a thing about well, it's the same old story, not no accountability. It was like this at the Clippers and Doc yeah. Rivers, no accountability. Yeah, Doc Rivers, no accountability. Like he yeah. said, however many fucking wasted opportunities and great teams. And then he always finds a way to like try to, you know, put it on them and never on him. Uh, and so he just he fired that out. And then he said, and I think in a moment of like kind of understanding of where we're at was like but i like a and he's like and so i put out that clip and that clip got like four million views and people fucking gobbled it up but then i broke down i think with the pelicans a video of and drink everybody if i get this wrong but i'm pretty sure it was like zion playing like point forward for the pelicans and he's like and that got like twenty thousand views so where is the state of the NBA? And maybe in the, and this is a larger discussion for sports culture and in, in, in together. But what do we want to watch and consume? Because as it stands, as a broadcaster and the Mad Dog comparing to Mad Dog and a young JJ Reddick, it's like, well, shit. If I want four million views, I better fucking light somebody up on the other side, which then just creates this culture of. Well, this is what sports watching is now. Like I watch yeah. the sports and I fire back on you. Our podcast, I don't think we've ever taken that approach. We've taken some hard stances on some players, but we and don't Phil- and, and the city of Philadelphia. And the city of Philadelphia, you garbage fucking pieces of shit. And people that wear sweatpants on airplanes. True. That's, it. that's right. That's okay. It. There you go. Those that's our that's our 
That's our Russo used bad to, dog used to be, the microphone. Used to be Steph Curry, but we moved on. But look at us. That's growth. Been. You don't see that too often. But here's the thing is, is like now guys are just like, well, I just got to say some shit. The Stephen A. Smiths, the Skip Bayless, the Mad Dogs, because that's what people are going to gobble up. They're going to gobble up this negativity and hate. But the real basketball fans, the, the, the true believers – what I would envision like when we were like chomping at the bit to watch any of the NFL stuff or any of the, the basketball stuff when we were kids, we were like, yeah, give me the insight. Give me the details. Like, yeah, I want to know how I want to learn. Yeah. I want to learn. And I could care less about the baby mama drama of these players and that players, or, you know, there's a culture problem and it's all on, on this one guy or doc rivers is a shitty coach and screaming into the, into the fucking void. Yeah. And all that mass stuff. Us. You're right. I mean, all that, all that mass stuff is, just, I mean, it's just going to, it's going to default to the common denominator, like the common yeah. fan. And they just like the average fan is like less, you know, they want the clickbait. It's less about like the education of the game and more to get equipped to go to an NBA game and yell something about Delonte West fucking someone's mom, which is exactly yeah. where we started this entire thing. All right. Um, we're still going to cover it. Still doing yep. this podcast, guys. Still happening. The Apothecary Show down and for the record, he allegedly fucked LeBron. Allegedly, mom. thank you. Allegedly. Well, he definitely, someone's mom was my guess. Not well, allegedly, that happened. Uh, the odds say. I don't know who's. The, but yeah. I'm sure that had an kids. NBA player has had sex with somebody's mom a time or yes. two. A time or two. Me and Pops showdown. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye There ain't no good guy There ain't no bad guy There's only you and me And we just disagree Alright, top music videos, bro <laughs> You pulled this one out of your head as you do And finally, you put it on yourself You're just like, I am tired of telling Brandana these awesome Neapolitan showdowns that pop in my head that get me excited that maybe most awesome can win, get the yeah, W. Yeah. Yeah. To have him just ignore it and put up something again, just like your top three favorite scenes from Michael Clayton. You're just like, no more. You remember music videos. You fired off music videos today. Didn't even wait for me to do the rundown. You're just like, let's pod. Boom. You're like, Nia, music videos. We're doing it. Love it. Yeah, uh, I'm in. This was super deep. A lot of roads to go because we're looking at, I mean, I know you and I don't watch a ton of music videos now, mm-hmm. but we got to be looking like from what, like 94 to 2000? Maybe no earlier than that, right? We're 88? Yeah, because we're talking yeah. early MTV. 88 yeah. to 2000. So that's 12. That's a 12 year swatch right there. I think, do we even get further deeper into 2000? Because I'm trying to think like, Probably TRL was still on. I think 2002 college. I think music videos was still around. Britney Spears was like all that boy band stuff. Like, I feel like it was on just in the purview, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a solid like 2002 band to come out. So that's post high school. Like maybe like Lincoln Park. I can picture like, I can picture a music video from them. Yes, I can also pick picture Nelly and the Saint Lunatics. Was that in the late two thousand, early two thousands? Early two thousands, yeah, I think so. Yeah, something like that. It's all coming back. Uh, Coldplay. Coldplay, good one. 
Yeah, walking down, walking down the beach. Okay, yeah. So yeah, yeah, we'll go a little deeper. Okay, so we'll do we'll do 15 years, solid 15 years. But it's just kind of funny to pick where these because I was like, all right, is it because I know you said favorite music videos. And I almost went from like the ones because I just went off the dome because I was like, all right, when you say music video in my head, like yeah. what's the ones? Because I, you know, there was different grades. There was grades like uh, I never got really into TRL, but, you know, I remember there was a stretch junior in high school when I would go over to my friend's house after school, he would have TRL on. That's when all the corn videos are fucking playing, like the Limp Bizkit shit. And I remember like kind of like seeing that. I remember in, there's a big patch in, you know, seventh grade, like Mariah Carey, always be my baby. Like I would do, there was that, I would watch the 35 minutes of music videos before I'm out the door and on the yeah. bus to school, like all these just kind of like time blocks coming up. I got my list. I got my three. How are you feeling about your three, bro? Oh, I, I, I like I nailed it. I'm going. Yeah, I, no, no, no. I struggled because I really struggled on. I tried to separate uh, the art from the artist or the music from the video, right? I wanted. <laughs> I to... had that. I I had that fucking problem too. Yeah, because <laughs> no. the songs uh, really. I was like, oh, that was a good video, great song, or awesome video, shitty song, and so I. Oh god, I separated. You know what I mean? I was like, if the video was good, but the song like wasn't like a banger, like you would have thought of, like um, because I because I, I, I put like up... garbage, garbage, stupid boy, like that's the I put that on my like just my concert because that sticks out in my head so vividly. Yes. Didn't like the band, didn't like the song, but like I could I could picture it from like top to tail. Exactly. Here's my all time the stop animation like video, Peter Gabriel sledgehammer. I don't. know. Oh yeah. That yeah exactly yeah exactly that was like <laughs> i that one yeah. blew my fucking mind as a kid i was like yeah this is a wild video and then the, the chicken walking around with the fucking i was like this is nuts so yeah it's one of the but i'm not like a big peter gabriel fan although i i did listen to it earlier it's like this song kind of fucking rocks like it's absolutely good. yeah you gotta plug it into a mix for sure sledgehammer uh yeah because we saw different like i yeah it was just we were definitely prime pickings what a time to be alive for music yes. videos like it was right as we were a little too young was the concert videos you know like the white snakes and whatever like in front of live audiences and then the like you know like the extreme more than words we're just doing a bunch of backstage just kind of like covering in black and white <laughs> and then finally you know like when we're in high school they're just like all right we can take like wild fucking swings on this and get some jamiroquai you know which brought this whole thing yes. up which is just like now we're just getting like you're not gonna know what the fuck you're gonna see uh, i'll start off with my number three when you said separate the art from the artist this is really what I thought because I almost debated putting this shithead on my list, but I just had to because it was, I was like, I'll put it on my list if I can remember like four details about it. And I was like, I couldn't remember the name of the song, but I was just like, I love it. Uh, I remember he is watching his boss's girlfriend. I was like, I think the boss's name is Mr. Big. I think there's a scene where he gets beat up in the desert. And I was like, that's enough fucking details. My number three is Keep It On The Down Low by R. Kelly. <laughs> so this is this is in the category of we're gonna tell a little story do you remember these music videos where like the video would start yes. but you don't even get to the song until like you're 75 seconds in like you yes. got a whole like preamble like there you're meeting characters you know some of them have fucking credits going <laughs> you're just like all right the song's gonna come eventually but right now i need the first act like the song's like the second and third act it's just like all right set the table what i'm dealing with and this was one of those where it's just like the whole storyline 
I thought R. Kelly was a genius. And then when I was looking at the video today, I was just like, I checked the year on it. I was like, I was like, you know, this reminds me of just like if John Travolta fucked like Mrs. Wallace in Pulp Fiction, because it's yes. kind of that same storyline. And then I saw it came out in 1995. I was just like, all right, yep. R. Kelly definitely ripped off Pulp Fiction yeah. and then just made this and it was like, what happened if they sleep together? So my number three uh, is keep that, on there is, I'm definitely yeah, going to lose this just for including that, but that's... No, 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 no. This is great. No, no, no. Because R. Kelly is the king of the 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 movie within a music video or the music video within a small movie that he's making. Yeah. They were the, the... I don't understand. I would have loved to have been in the creative room. The only That's the only room I would like to, for the record, would have liked to be with R. Kelly with yeah. is the creative planning stages of a music video because I would have loved to just theme, heard the absurd ideas that were just that didn't make it to what they ended up yeah. doing. Um, very good. Um, I, my number three, I, I love this. I put this on there for the the big production of like the 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 scene of it, the movie Spectre, because because this one definitely pulled a little mad max my number three a little mad max oh i want to oh yeah you remember this one uh, i want to do a little we should try to guess we should try to guess the other one and you get a bonus point if you can guess just by the general description this mad, mad max, max dystopian driving through the desert everybody's uh, hanging out it's kind of sticking out what is it two iconic rap figures oh yes this is uh what is it california love california love California, California. Yeah. You give me too, too many details. I'm gonna take it a point. Great. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But this is a this is a great one because this is like there is a there is a preamble to this song, right? And you're trying to like, oh shit, like we're setting the scene. Yeah. Hip hop is is now a cultivated like commodity here. And these guys are out there and they're running the mean streets and fucking Tupac is still Tupac but he's dystopian Tupac. And so he's yeah. ready to fucking rip it. Does he have like an eye patch on or something? Someone's got an eye patch. Maybe Dre. Dr. Dre has an eye patch. Okay. Yeah. Tupac is rocking the brandana, but, but fucking, you know, like Mad Max, no water brandana. Yeah. This is definitely like suburban parents started letting their white kids buy rap CDs at this time. This is 100%. Full, full integration of rap into pop culture. And this is, you know, the Kings, Tupac, and Dre, like, at the top. And This, this is... was this was the M.A. Summer Anthem, 1995, 96, somewhere in yeah. there. This yeah, was yeah. all summer. California. Yeah, that distinct, like, that Dre, like, what's it? Yeah. It's great. All the time. Uh, let's see. Who should we have win? R. Piss on me, Kelly, or Tupac and Dr. We're gonna give it a two pocket Dr. Dre on this one. Oh, okay. All right. If it's cool. Okay. It's a I close one. It. Uh you know, it wasn't that close. All right. <laughs> Number two. Uh I'm going this stuck out. This was the first CD I owned. I remember getting this for my birthday. Uh I want to talk a little bit about just kind of it's called spade a spade. Porn wasn't on your phone when we were in high school. We didn't even have yeah. cell phones. Like that. I wonder where this is good. With this yeah. Game. So we gotta we have to talk a little bit about like the introduction of just like sex appeal and how that was being used and how like it was for our little post-puberty, just thirsty little eyeballs and peepers. You had your Skinamax blurred out channel and he had music videos and like the 
the right girl, the right band, you would get in a song just yeah. because of the way it was set up. I remember Janet Jackson, there's one video, like I think it was again, was the name of the song or something? But she just has like, she was wearing like a little chain, but it was like a chain around her hips. And the guy like kind of sticks his hand down her pants and like pulls like this little chain out that she got. And I was just like, where was that chain? That's my favorite fucking piece of jewelry I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that chain yes. really brings out your ass. Um, the, the the sexy video scene was all yeah. about it. I love like, like What a Man by En Vogue. They're all singing about a man, but they're singing all sexy. Um, yeah, and that and that camera is super close up on their face, their lips. Yeah. Yes. Yep, 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 yeah, yep, 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 waterfalls i mean i definitely got pulled into tlc because of track notice they're wearing those little genie outfits in the water showing yeah. off those bellies those faces attracted to all three of them the power rank would change well it was left eye was the one spot for sure and then chili the chili chili was always chili, chili was... could pop into the one you catch me on the right day like chili could pop into the one uh well in left eye burned down andre risen's house so where does that fall on I, I seemed passionate to me so that wasn't that wasn't a strike yeah. against her that was yeah. just like she'll fight for you dog you know uh, yeah 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 okay no, we we've we've come out and talked she about amber herds and and now tlc or left eye lopez uh, uh yeah that video was crazy i mean that like that for all that like being attracted like red light special like they're in their like satin pajamas, which is hot. I just like this song a little bit more. But this is, yeah, this is Cautionary Tale. I mean, this was like act one is like, hey, uh, wear condoms, you will get AIDS. Like yes. this in the video, he's going to put on a condom and the chick comes up behind him and takes the condom out of his fingers. So it is just like, oh, she just murdered him with AIDS. Uh, that's a bummer. And then there's just like, yeah, like the hustling on the street and everything. It's a, uh, it's dark, but. Uh, they're hot. I think so I said En Vogue was what a man, but that was Salt and Peppa, which what is also oh, yeah, yeah. a sexy group. Yeah. En Vogue had What's it gonna be? Yes, yeah. I can pretend. That song has so that's in Vogue. That's from the Set It Off soundtrack. And that has the line, if I could wear your clothes and pretend I was you, I'd lose control. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yes. Look at that. That's that's seared. That's seared right near mine. You've never forgotten that ever. So fucking hot. If I had that and just like ugh, got left eye from TLC burning down my pad, just right in that sweet spot. Wow. Um. So my number two, definitely yeah. not as sexy. What if I was like, it's uh, D'Angelo. How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> like gen genuine pony. I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Man, that's. That's a sexy song. God damn, that's <laughs> what a duty, bro. Uh, no, uh, my number two is. Um, I love this video. It's out there. It's it's, and I love this band simply for Chris Cornell because I think he's just a fantastic yeah. frontman vocal, like just insane. Absolutely, Black Hole Sun, Soundgarden. What a fucking oh I man! If you, it. I yes, I this is. It this is not it's not puppeteer, it's not play-doh, right? There's something weird about it. Yeah, well, because because uh, all the people then they like stretch their mouths and they get really mm. weird, and it's this weird thing and yeah. the sun and you know stuff. It just it's 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 I complete I completely thought about this video. 
It yeah, it's it's I I remember watching this being like it's so weird. It's not disturbing. It's weird, and the song is kind of haunting. And Chris Cornell's on it, and you're just like, and it fucking slaps. Like it's got a great hook. You can sing it. It's in my register, so I can belt it out in the car. <laughs> and you absolutely, know, absolutely, absolutely. And, and so it's just like, but this the the video again. I'm trying to not go into the song. But the video is just out there and just just weird enough that didn't turn me off. But really, like, the imagery sat with me for a really long time. And just every time that music video came on, I was like, yeah, we're watching this thing. I want to see people's mouths get big and go nuts for the sun. Yeah, was it 94? Like, yeah, we're, we're getting into, like, like, this is when you can really get abstract. Like, music videos were really kind of matching uh, at least some bands, you know, their their music like uh, like Smashing Pumpkins comes to mind. Yes. Like their music videos were like just matching the vibe of the band. Like it, yeah. it became a priority to be like, this is all the branding, right? This is a whole package deal. Like this is what the vibe of sure. the video, the vibe of the songs. Like this, yeah. Is all- Back Loser yeah. is like a great video in that. It's like, oh, I yeah. I know exactly who this guy is. Yeah, exactly yeah, who, who they are. Same thing with like all the Limp Biscuits that you're like, I get it. Limp Biscuits, absolutely. Oh, what's another good one? Uh, another good example of Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters, like just kind of that yes. that fuck around vibe. Like you definitely like they kind of got. Yeah, that's a great one. You know who I always like. Everyone has given a lot of like love and credit to the Beastie Boys, and I always felt that their music videos were better than their actual music. Like Sabotage is a great yeah. music video. And the song's fun, but it's it's not much of anything. Like, their music has never really, like, I know everyone's like, you know, Paul's Boutique and all that other bullshit. But, like, in terms of, like, rap, I've always, like, they're kind of fucking basic. Like, it's basic. I, I can, yeah, I, I completely agree. Like, it just feels very, like, uh, that gimmicky is way too strong, but it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. like, it's its Girls, own sound. Ding, 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 yeah, ding, but it, it doesn't make, yeah, it's just like all kind of shouty, and it just like, yeah. it doesn't, just because it has its own sound doesn't make it good. Like, it feels, uh, sophomore feels way too harsh, but it just feels like, you know, like Blink-182, like, Great call. Blood, yeah. Bloodhound yeah. Gang. Enjoy Bloodhound the shit gang. out of it. Enjoy the shit out of it, like, until you turn, like, 18, like, 19, and you're just, like, move on to some other stuff. Yeah. Who's in? Because Blink One Eighty Two has gone on the comeback, and I'm like, is this just like nostalgic? Like, absolutely, yeah, I was doing that. Is this yeah. what it's for? Like, who cares? Yeah. I don't. I never thought about them. Oh, I'm sure they're perfectly fine dudes. They made a mint on their music. Great, good on you. But yeah. you didn't like. You didn't push the the like the scope of music forward with your all the small things. All right. Yeah. Uh, top spot. So this is, I don't remember watching this a ton, but what I think about what marries everything together, like uh, a banger jam, uh, iconic music video, like a music video that will live on, you know, forever, long after, you know, we're not doing music videos now, but you remember, yeah. uh, that could, like the song means something, uh, it could be the move moment, like it was the first time, or at least like uh, the most recognizable time something like this was done. Uh, I'm going with, freedom by george michaels cast all the supermodels in it Ooh, like singing just like a shadow there on the doorway like has all the biggest supermodels of the time lip syncing to it like they're all in their different scenes radio blows up at the end i mean it is just fucking it's nails from start to finish and this this uh because it's pop it's pop culture married together right yeah like it's the song 
he's singing about just like you know fighting sexuality to stay like famous and he's out fucking loud about it which is yeah. you know way before the time like you know people would talk about it but he's just getting out there and then we have you know like we said like all these like models in it also it's just jam yeah yeah there's been a lot of like sexy model music videos just like solely focused i think it was it was it peter gabriel was uh do you have the other one with the with all the chicks and then with the slick back hair and the red lipstick no, uh, Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer, thank yeah. you. Yeah, Robert Palmer's thing was yeah his uh it was him lead singing and then like his bands were just like yeah uh, we're just hot, hot chicks and then yeah had, it was like you had blurred lines with Robin Thicke and some, some dime pieces in that one it's yeah and that even seems kind of like gimmicky because it was just like you got them all topless and it was just like all right yeah like this song there's a difference between like like sexy and it's just like all right like this is yeah like i want to fuck all something these for the like imagination is what brandana wants he wants a little <laughs> artistic uh yeah there are other like uh i think aerosmith had that run where they, he was weirdly using his daughter and that's you know, the uh, no one talks about using Liv tyler and you're casting it as like a this yeah. odd, like sexy teenage girl with alicia silverstone which were they were alicia hot silverstone. videos but it's weird that 100%. you put your daughters in there i'm glad to see you didn't put it on there but it definitely it they it definitely not. live in my mind and my soul. Yeah. Um, my number one, which I think is probably one of the best music videos of all time. It's got all the moments. It's oh, got, describe it to me. Uh, well, if I just say, maybe I can get it to you in one word: wedding. Two oh, um, oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I think I got. Um, is it November Rain? You got it, baby. You got it. That's all yeah, you that's need. Right. Yeah. It's got the big fucking moment with Slash outside the chapel, just ripping a riff. It's got the build up, the death, the dying, the sexiest, like at that time, peak hot. She had a she had her fucking lane for just that second right there. Was Stephanie, Stephanie Seymour? Stephanie yeah. Seymour, yes. Was just the hottest person on the planet. Yeah. Right there. She had the belt. Yeah. I wanted to I wanted you and I to put together our belt for like the 20 years from like like 1990 to 2024. Like each year, like who who had the belt for like hottest woman on the planet? Oh yes. We could definitely do this. I could We're definitely doing. sit there and we could we could battle it out. Cause I even, yeah. I even saw an old like I was on Instagram this morning and I saw an old, uh, do you remember this chick? Brandy Roderick. You remember her blonde, wow. just big, just beautiful, stunning. I was like, the fuck? Like Victoria Silverstone, like that thing. Yeah. Like just, uh, just beautiful. I mean, I maybe have a type big blonde, beautiful women. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Stephanie Seymour had that. She had the chip. She had the title. That was her corner. And, then, yeah, Guns N' Roses at the top of their game. Top peak of their game, fucking. And then just this opus, like a seven-minute fucking video. Yeah. And just really told a whole fucking story. Ballad. Good song. I love it. November Rain. Give November Rain. Even without the R. Kelly rule, we don't have a lot of rules in the Neapolitan Showdown. Uh, that's an automatic L if R. Kelly shows up in your list for any reason. Uh, I think you want it regardless, but we don't even have to go to the scorecard. Uh, that's a W for most awesome. All right, Brandon, gambling corner, bring us to the jam. 
that swam around here on a beat. Yeah, baby. Uh, okay, so I want to think about these tallies. I was like, do we build them up? Do we let's go by division and okay. then let's see who's batting average is best at the end. Okay. AFC East, how do we do? So AFC East, we put in three bets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the we both had the Dolphins under at nine and a half. They won eleven games, so Missed. we hated on that. Miss yeah. on that. We had oof. Aaron Rodgers comes for us again. Oh, and the over on the Jets. Oh, we had yeah. over on the Jets. They got that was still more. a high number. What was it like? Eleven? Nine and a half. It was nine okay, and a half. that was a little low. Yeah, we, we were a little, we were a little nuts. And then. Uh, Here's the deal. So we split on the bills. I had two bucks on the over. Uh-huh. You had a buck on the under. We split that because they were at 11 wins. They barely snuck in at the end of the season there. Oh, they pushed. Play. It was a push. Uh, no, it was 10 and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, all, oh, so if you, you remember, if you remember, I was doing it on DraftKings, and I recognize that all of them are the lines were half game lines. Like it was all yeah, like 10 and a half. So we'll, we'll, we'll adjust that for next year. Uh, so 10 and a half. So you hit the, I hit the over on $2. Oh, so we didn't split it. I fucking lost it. Yeah. Oh no. Well, that's not, we, that's not we, a split. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant we split our, the way we wagered. Oh, okay. You, you, split the way we you, wagered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. Congratulations. You had it's the very... over or you're the under eye of the over. Sorry. And that, that, that puts you up by two. That's a very, very kind way of saying <laughs> that I lost. Well, no, put, I mean, you, I, we both lost. That puts you up by three. No, yeah, you're you, well, you lost you five dollars, and I lost, I lost no dollars in that division. So I'm five behind. You're five in the hole, and I'm I've broke even because I bet two dollars and then won two dollars. You don't I get the two dollars back. Yeah, I do get the two dollars back. You're right. So all right, I'm up five, four to negative five. I didn't. I didn't tally it up because it ain't pretty. It ain't pretty. Jesus. Well, something's not right. As long as you're consistent the entire way, you can't be nine ahead of me. <laughs> like you're at four, I'm at negative five. You're nine. There's you a nine be- gap. Yeah, you lost all your bets in this. You but bet you, five you lost a, You you lost a lot too, didn't you? You I lost, lost the Jets. I lost. You had two dollars on the Dolphins and two dollars on the Jets. I was oh, you didn't have either of those. I had unders on both of them, but only by a dollar. Ah, uh, okay, I double. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. gotcha. This is what they come for the pot for. I doubt it. Let's <laughs> move on. All right, right. Uh, so I'm, I'm technically I'm two dollars, and you, you know that's all the time we have. MVPs, baby. <laughs> all right. uh, well, it, it gets it gets worse. It gets oh, it gets worse. It, it gets, gets worse. worse. Fantastic. AFC North. Uh, AFC North. Okay. Um, we both had the Bengals two bucks on the over. Mm-hmm. They got nine wins. Mm-hmm. So we lost on that. It was ten and a half. Yeah. We had uh we betted under on the Browns. Eight and a half. Came in at eleven wins. Oof. <sighs> and then <laughs> you're not gonna like this. Uh then I had a dollar on the over on the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I got that mm-hmm. one. Nine and a half, yeah. thirteen. So that's that's three bones. Great. Are we out of that division? We're done with that division. And fuck up the Steelers. All right. Um, well, yeah, we AFC, didn't touch the Steelers because they're AFC right. South. AFC South. It's a bloodbath. <laughs> bloodbath. I would assume every one of these are a bloodbath. Oh my god. Texans, uh, for the for the Tex- record, audience, I did win some money on the Super Bowl. I'm fine. Don't send me envelopes of cash or Mabby dollars. We'll make it. Yeah. Texans. Yeah. Texans. 
we had six and a half. The Vegas line was six and a half. We both yep. took the under, finished at 10 wins. I went hard on two bucks. You had a dollar on that one. So look at that. I'm closing the gap. <laughs> yep, exactly. The Colts, uh, so Vegas had their line at six and a half. We both bet the under. I finished with nine wins. Then here's where it gets bad. This is when this one is where you know the gambling gods are not on your favor right here. Mm-hmm. Vegas had the Jags at nine and a half wins. Yeah. We both I like took the, the Jags. Over. Yeah. We yeah. both took the over. You had five dollars on the over. I had five. You let me put five dollars. Yeah, exactly. We're getting nuts. Don't fucking enable me, bro. For- I'm sorry. Friends We're feeling it. I, put, I got in, I got caught up into the win too. I put two dollars on the over. I finished yeah. at nine wins. God, I like that. The half game under. Oh, oh. got smoked. Yeah, I thought they were going to be like uh, a. I thought they were going to be a twelve-win team. Yeah, we both had them. We we're like, obviously, that's what we have. Yeah. Came in a game under of what we thought it was going to be. We're like, this isn't over. Look at this division: Texans, Garbaggio, Colts, yeah. Garbaggio, Titans, somewhat Garbaggio. Yeah. All right, the NFC. Like <laughs> AFC West. Oh, I'm sorry. AFC West. This one. All right. So we had guest picker Joe on here as well, too. Yeah. We all line up on the Chiefs with the over. Give us that over. It's it's every year it's hit. We've been good. It's 11 and a half wins. No big deal. Finish at 11 wins. Lose it. $3 down. I'm $2 down. You're $3 down. I have yet to win a single pick, bro. (laughs) For those of you playing at home, I want you to acknowledge, I want to acknowledge that I know that I'm playing along too, yet to pick yes. a single one. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. All right. Raiders over under seven and a half. I mean, like the Raiders, they're gonna fucking stink this year. Give us the under. All three of us line up on it. MAB and Joe. Because uh we all had way under that. A few dollars. Let's go for it. Finish at eight wins, half game over. Ugh, crushed. Wait, so they went, so it was, the over-under was what, seven and a half? Seven and a half, and they finished with eight, eight wins. How did they win five? I do not remember them winning fucking eight games. There's that Chiefs game they blew. Exactly. Yeah, it's all it's all that shit. <sighs> it's the Bills fucking going from seventh place to second place, winning out that game. It's Insane. all that shit. It's fucking, it's brutal. Um, it's, you know, Jacksonville only winning nine games at nine and a half. It's in it's Indianapolis winning nine games when they played with Minshew after their quarterback was, you know, fucked for the whole season. Sorry. All right. Uh, NFC. NFC. This is where we turn things around. This is where well, to be fair, to be honest, yes, we actually do a little bit. Here. Well, I'm not kidding. It's fucking literally impossible for me to do worse. I could tie <laughs> what I did <laughs> if I don't get a single one right. All right. Which which division do you want to start in? Uh, let's go to the north. NFC North. Oh, I like it. Okay. Oh yeah. Bears, baby. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, a dollar on the under. Wait a second. Yes, I had a dollar on the under on the Bears. Yeah. That's a winner. Nice. I had it marked yeah. wrong. I had it marked as red. I Maybe mean, I was just in the zone of marking it. Yeah. All right. So seven and a half are like, yeah, under. Snuck yeah, in seven your Excel sheet was just auto correcting to red because you had been using it so much. It was like, I know, I know what's up here. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, exactly. 
Then we um we laid some coin on the Packers. Vegas had them at seven and a half games. We did not like the Packers. I had two bucks on the under. You had four on the under. You were really going heavy on the Packers here. Yeah. And what they finished with nine wins? Nine wins, yeah. Yep. Play they turned it around too. They were late turnaround. They, they, they did turn around. Took a guess. And Ooh. then, you know, hey, here's the deal. Roar. Lions, baby. Give us some money. I bet $2. I initially predicted them at 16 and a half on the over under. The line actually was at nine and a half. They finished with 12 wins. You get a win, B. A dollar. I get two bucks. I spent one. Oh, I know. I think we were, I think we we're coming easy because last year we went heavy or two years yeah, ago. We went heavy. I got burnt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. One dollar to the good. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. Which, uh, what do you want to do? Uh, oh yeah. We should do the, uh, let's go to the East NFC East NFC East commanders. We had guest picker Trent on here. Oh God. Six and a half win or uh, six and a half wins was the over under. Trent talking up a lot of Sam Howell, a lot of commanders. He hyped this up. I actually, you nailed the over under at six and a half. Uh, so did Trent at six and a half. I was even high on them. I think I got sucked into Trent's vortex. Mm-hmm. I had him at eight and a half. I finished with four wins. We both bet the over. You put three on the over. I put two on the over. Finish with four fucking wins. Why would I? I guess I thought the Giants were going to be trash. I don't know. Sounded low. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, yeah, we. I think we, we, I think we anticipated the Cowboys falling off, the Eagles kind of staying the same, and the Giants eating a dick, and yeah. that didn't happen. So we put uh, ten and a half, uh, or excuse me, the Cowboys over under was ten and a half. We. Uh, we didn't like that. We thought that the Cowboys were going to fall off. We didn't. We didn't buy Dak Prescott. Wow. Yeah. Put two, two bones on it. I put a bone on it. Finished with twelve wins, best record in the division. Oh my god, this is unbelievable. I know. I know. I started going through it. And I was like, "It's wait a second. Wait." I had to go back to my notes and be like, "Wait, did I fucking was I high? What happened? When did I write this?" That is on? unreal. Uh, any other teams in that division? No, that was just the two. We just had two in that. Great. Uh. NFC South. Uh, okay. Well, NFC South, we're batting 100% in this B. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's what I'm known for my NFC South. You are known. You definitely, we had yeah. guest picker Xander on as well, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these we did not touch because they were all just kind of right in the. In the <laughs> we're about a thousand. We didn't bet any of them. Yeah, yeah exactly. We only yeah. bet one game. Or one team. You actually, you're the only one. I didn't have any bets on this for some reason. The Falcons. Oh, yes. I did the Falcons. Eight and a half. Yeah. We were all a little low on them. It was a little too rich for my blood. I stayed out of the mix. You, Brandana, the sharp that you are, you're like, that that line, eight and a half is too high. Give me the under. Finish at seven wins. Good job. Good job by you. How many I put on it? A bone. Oh, my Uh, all right we got uh nfc west Uh, there we go the nfc west all right okay all right so the cards we stood we we stayed away the 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 biggest line was three and a half finished at four so we would have actually made some money and we had the stones to go in the over on that but we stayed away the rams over under six and a half. I thought the Rams were going to be dog shit. I initially predicted three and a half. You had six and a half. You nailed it. 
we both put the under on it because we thought that this is going to be a bad team finished with 10 wins. Yeah, a bad team that wanted to be bad. Yeah. Like exactly. I thought it was like a bad team that was not prioritizing winning. But um, as you can see from my picks, I'm a fucking moron. All right, two more teams. We got left. Right. 49ers, for some reason, yeah. we did not like them. We both had them at nine wins. We thought Super Bowl hangover big time. Absolutely. Both bet the under. The over under was 10 and a half. They had 12 wins. All right. Great. This is very humbling. This is very humbling. Exactly. Now, uh huh. I say the best for last B because I'm an excellent podcaster. <laughs> you are. Thank you. Seattle Seahawks, Vegas, yeah. nine and a half. We didn't like them. You astutely all over the Geno Smith is trash. Mm-hmm. This is a bad deal. Yeah. It sucks. Vegas had him at nine and a half. We bet the under. You bet it heavy. Three dollars. <laughs> Jelly beans coming at you. Boom. They only finished with nine wins. Half game under. Suck our dicks, Vegas. I don't know if you've ever been in a spot where you're so down, where you're just rooting to win, so you only lose a little less of this gigantic stack. You're just like, yeah. walking out of here losing $1,000, that would be humiliating. But if I can walk out of here only losing 800 I can hold my head up. I'm a fucking winner. That's quite that's the batting average. Uh, you don't have a tally, right? We don't need. I didn't tally. No, tally. No, no. I Thank God. Getting, once I started just clicking all the red, I was like, I'm not fucking. This isn't. <laughs> no need. Better. It's I'll tell better you this. Not to know. Uh, I'm gonna go with everything averages out to the middle here. Yes. Because this feels like an outlier of a well, year. Two years ago, we walked away with Cashola. We made some money. I'm betting. I'm betting heavy. Bet heavy next year. We're going we're hard gonna, next year. We're gonna. Up, we're, 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 taking gonna the, we're taking the shackles off. We're not putting any limits on. No hey, limits. Oh, no limit soldiers. Fucking. Okay. That's yeah. us. <laughs> soldiers. Do not forget that. No limit soldiers. <laughs> yes. Uh. All right. MVP of the week. Give it to Caitlin Clark. Oh. Iowa. Yeah. Broke the. Uh, broke the women's collegiate scoring yeah. record broke uh Kelsey, last week Kelsey Plum with Plum a uh yeah logo three likes to shoot him deep likes to shoot him deep really I like deep. it I like it I like uh I like what she has to offer I I I hopefully should be good for the WNBA game I think um I think she's. I hope she comes in with a splash. I hope she doesn't kind of go out with like a whimper as a lot of teams do. Yeah. Um. I didn't. You know what? I'm gonna jump on that, Caitlin Clark, because my Double one up. was a little soft. I'm gonna jump on that. Brow, 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 brow. Brow. That's what we can do. We can pivot. We can pivot in real time. It's not like we keep track on a spreadsheet of things we said and then come back six months later and rub our nose in our failures. Guys, it's been MAB Sports Podcast episode. 290 coming up on 300 300 is a big one 300 is a big one 10 away people going get it going it's fired up again it's good to see you brother good to see you too brother i'm brandana why don't you sign yourself off most awesome audience if you uh pay attention to this week's episode you'll see a little gofundme underneath (laughs) to help we gotta pay we gotta make rent Bye.
Face, Style, Fame, Glamour, Runway, Style, Fame, Fashion,